Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, June 21st, 2018, and welcome to episode number 155 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, as as, as we always do, get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the Radio Network. That being, of course, professional wrestling. We do, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkTube.com. Also rejoining us here tonight, <clears throat> of course, bringing us today in wrestling history, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is also a 2000, the first 2016, I should say, WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Let's bring in J.D. and John now on what should be a very howling good time here tonight on episode 155 of Wolfpack. Yes, and I am a wrestling god. So you got to say it the right way, J.D. I am a wrestling god. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Now you got it. There you go. As indeed, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from, of course, a group started by our own King and W.O. George T. Smith, that group being called Top Heel. You want to join us for our live video feed for Wolfpack episode 155 from Top Heel tonight. Feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash capital T, lowercase O-P, capital H, lowercase E-E-L. <clears throat> and, um, of course, watching and listen to, of course, uh, Wolfpack 155 taking place here tonight. And also, of course, you can also you can join us still. Join us, of course, on Talk Shoe, uh, 
Call ID one three eight five two one pound and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here tonight. Which will be of course uh which of course pretty much will be our, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. We will also again have an opportunity of course to talk about from sat this past Saturday night, talk about of course uh the NXT show in Chicago, of course the Saturday before Money in the Bank. Uh five matches here took place here. There was a lot there was nothing there that be really disappointed. But uh a lot of a lot of our folks here will um uh, will of course like to give uh, give their take on uh on what to on what will take place here on what took place on, on all the matches here. I'll say I'll get myself straight in a minute here, folks. Don't huh. worry about it. I'll be okay. <laughs> and also here folks, we are also scheduled to to finish off the contender versus contender match we've had from the other week between the human surplus machine John Gross and the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Uh, hopefully it should be popping back on, popping on here, and hopefully this a little while, and we'll be able to do that match here this evening. Uh, plus, also we um, all I'll say is we may have a surprise. We'll, we'll be looking out for that, and uh, we'll definitely be sharing that here with you here in just a few minutes. In the meantime, here, folks, let's go ahead and bring you our wrestling news and views here segment, rocking and rolling as we always do. And here to bring you here to us here tonight is, of course, our from top from us King Ice. Is of course the Iceman Jared Geraldo. JD, what's going on in the rest of the new has now undergone shoulder surgery to fix a torn rotator cuff and has another one coming. Zayn will be out through the end of this year and into early next year, and told WWE.com today that he hopes to be back in time for WrestleMania next year. Highlights in the interview today are listed below. On the injury. Well, right now I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. I just underwent surgery for my right shoulder, aka my good shoulder, so I'm out for a little while with that. I guess people don't know about this injury. I've been working with it for some time, however, mind you. I don't know exactly when I tore it. I think I tore it or initially injured on a Montreal Live event, which is ironic because I injured my left shoulder now somewhat famously in Montreal in my Raw debut against John Cena. And in a live event this past August, wrestling Jinder Mahal, I think I injured it then. But then my left shoulder, a.k.a. my bad shoulder, started to act up again as well. That shoulder has been quite the same since surgery anyway. So i just kind of gotten used to the fact that that shoulder was the bad one. But it started to get progressively worse. So basically, long story short, short, it turns out I have two torn rotator cuffs. The left one and the right one are both torn. I just underwent surgery on the right one, and then in about six or seven weeks, I'll be undergoing surgery on the left one. And hopefully I can come back healthy and happy. On how the surgery went, how Sammy said, The doctor said it went great. I'm in a considerable amount of pain right now, but it's okay. The first three days, if I remember from my last surgery, were pretty bad. But then after, it's pretty manageable. It's just a real slow healing process, however, mind you. Meanwhile, speaking of surgery, how Charlotte Flair, the Nature Boy star, how will also be out of action for a while. She recently underwent surgery to fix a ruptured implant and is expected to be out for the current pay-per-view cycle, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. She underwent surgery to fix her implant for a few months back on June 19th, however, and is set to take the current pay-per-view cycle off, however, through Extreme Rules, however, that will be taking place in Pittsburgh in four weeks in my hometown of Pittsburgh. She will plan on being able to return shortly thereafter and begin to begin to return in time for SummerSlam, if you will. Uh, let's see. We did see some other news here, so bear with us. Oh, yes, here we go. Sorry about that, folks. I did have it in front of me. Doing. Anyway, the following matches are advertised for the Ring of Honor Best in the World Pay-Per-View that will be held next Friday in Baltimore, Maryland at the UMBC Event Center. Dolan Castle will take on Cody, taking on Marty Squirrel in a three-way for the ROH title. The Briscoes will meet the Young Bucks for the tag titles. The Kingdom will take on Evil, Sonata, and Bushi for the RH six-man titles. 
Bully Ray will take on Flip Gordon. Kenny King will take on Austin Aries. Jay Lethal against Kushida. Punishment Martinez will take on Hangman Adam Page for the ROH TV title. Bully Ray will take on Flip Gordon. And Sumi Sakai, Jenny Rose, Mayu Oani, and Tennille Dashwood, better known to you all as Emma, will take on Kelly Klein, Hana Kimura, Hazuki, Hazuki, I should say, Hena Kamura, and of course, uh, Cage Stew, however, in an eight-woman tag match. Again, these matches will be held next Friday night at the UMBC Event Center. Meanwhile, our NXT will be doing their tapings live tonight, ladies and gentlemen, at Full Sail University, and we're going to try to get an update on that as soon as possible, however. We do know that William Regal is due back in time, however, to attend those tapings after being, I believe, he was over in the U.K. this past week for the uh, U.K. Championship Tournament. That'll be aired, of course, this next Monday and Tuesday. And finally, the NBA draft is going on, however, in New York City, New York tonight. DeAndre Ayton, however, from the University of Arizona, the big seven-footer that weighs over 260, however, was the top pick in the lottery, however, for the Phoenix Suns, who had the first pick overall. Marvin Bagley, however, the third from Duke, however, was chosen second overall, however, mind you. And let's see, uh, I did see this. Hold on a second, folks. Sorry about this. I got Okay, here we go. Uh, we understand that Trey Young was taken fifth, however, from Oklahoma, along with another Duke guy, however, that went number seven. The, a kid from Michigan State was chosen number four, Jerry and Jackson Jr., but the first trade of the night, however, happened between the third pick and the fifth pick. As a result, Young, of course, who was originally drafted by the Mavericks, will now be on his way, I believe, to the Atlanta Hawks in exchange for Atlanta's pick, which drafted us. Slovenian kid, however, by the name of, I just saw his name, Luka Doncic, D-O-N-C-I-C. He stands 6'8", 228, believe it. But the Soya here, obviously, is, of course, the kid from Duke, Marvin Bagley III, however, is drafted number two to Sacramento, and number one, DeAndre A-Ton, A-Y-T-O-N, the big seven-foot monster from Arizona, will be staying home to play his pro-NBA ball Drafted by the Phoenix Suns at numero uno. The NHL draft, of course, or not the NHL draft, the N, yeah, the NHL draft, I should say, excuse me, will be held tomorrow night, however, mind you. Thank you very much there, J.D. And, of course, J.D., along with Team W.O. Gerard T. Smith of King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame. Oh, and also, real quick, just to let you know, Howard, the Suns kept busy later in the night. They have also acquired, however, Mikhail Bridges, however, believe it or not, the Former uh, Villanova superstar, however, as they will send a 2021 first-round pick uh, by the Miami Heat to the Sixers by taking Bridges, the star at number 10. And, of course, a ton at 20 points this past season, 11.5 rebounds, two blocks per game, and shooting 62% from the field, had 24 double-doubles, tied for the second most ever by a freshman in Division I history, and will be 20 next month after starting only one year at the University of Arizona. So the Suns have been, uh, let's just say, heating things up, Power. And no, I'm not talking about the temps, although it's very, very warm out there, However, They've had a very busy night so far in New York at the NBA lottery. There you go. Of course, uh, J.D. Long, Keen, W.O. Duarte, Smith is King Ice. for 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network. And, the, and, <clears throat> and, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape you cannot beat that big-time combination. Uh-oh. Let's see what John has here in our uh, wrestling history and birthdays here for today, June the 21st. And he's got, some, he's got a, great, a great deal of it here tonight, it seems. So let's see what, let's see what we have on tap right here. 
37 years ago today, which would put it at 1981 in Atlanta, Georgia. Dusty Rhodes defeated Harley Race to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. At just 88 days, it's the longest of Dusty's three world title reigns. His first and third lasted a combined total of three weeks. Hmm. 23 years ago today, which would put it at 1995, at a WCW Saturday night taping in Atlanta, Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck defeated Harlem Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. <clears throat> Strap, of course, I, and John, as John saying here, Strap Inc. because the timeline gets super weird. At Slamboree on May 21, 1995, the Nasty Boys defeated Harlem Heat to capture the tag team titles, who had won the titles on May 3, 1995 from the Nasty Boys. But it didn't air until June 24, 1995, meaning that Harlem Heat were still the champions at the time. Technically, the Nasty Boys were champions. The match did not air until July 22, 1995, meaning not only at the time the match was taped, not only were the Nasty Boys still uh, technically still the tag champions, <clears throat> Harlem Heat's title win hadn't even aired yet. Now that is, as JD says, I mean, as John says, that is weird. Very weird. Uh, yeah, yes, it is. 19 years ago today, 1999, on Raw's War, Edge made his in-ring debut, defeating Jose Estrada by countout after Edge did a botched dive on Estrada, breaking his neck in the process. After that, Edge's career would take off as he joined Gangrel and Christian, as they would be known as The Brood. In 1999, The Brood would join The Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness until leaving the group in April. After leaving, uh, of course, Gangrel, Edge and Christian stayed on as a tag team, Edge captured the Intercontinental title in July of 1999 in a live event over Jeff Jarrett until losing the title one day later to Jarrett at Fully Loaded. Edge and Christian would then feud with the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys, and at WrestleMania 16, they captured the tag team titles in a triangle ladder match. They won the titles five times in 2000 and winning them two times in 2001 until splitting up in 2001. Edge spent his singles career I won in the Intercontinental title later that year and also won the 2001 King of the Ring and also was the last man to hold the WCW United States title. Edge didn't capture the WWF tag team titles with Hulk Hogan in July of 2002. An injury was sidelined Edge in 03 until he made his return on the Raw brand in 04 where he won the first ever Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania 21 and won the WWE title at New Year's Revolution 2006. Edge captured the WWE title twice in 2006 and also won the World Heavyweight Championship twice in 2007. Edge would be injured again in 2009, but would return to win the 2010 Royal Rumble and captured the World Heavyweight title a total of 10 times until announcing his retirement in 2011. The next year, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Also on that night that Edge debuted, which is a Kane Challenge Stone Cold at the 1998 King of the Ring for the WWF title in a first blood match. Also, Kane made a startling announcement speaking for the first time with the help of a voice box saying, if I do not win the championship, I will set myself on fire. Kane then pulled a surprise on Austin by dousing Austin with red blood and also telling Austin this sending the blood on him would be for real. John says, oh, John said he had a blooper, so no, it was actually June 22nd when that happened. Say crap. Sorry about that. Wah, wah, wah. No, this is how you do it. My name is Kane, and I <laughs> absolutely suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 
17 years ago today would put it at two. Let's see, yes, 2001. We presented the first ever episode of Tough Enough on MTV. 13 men and women underwent rigorous training for a WWF contract. For the first season, the trainers were Al Snow, Taz, Jacqueline, and Tori. Not Tori Wilson, the other Tori. The winners were announced in September 2001. Maven Huffman and Nidia. Gennard won the show. Christopher Nowitzki, Josh Lomberger, and Taylor Matheny were the runners-up for Maven and Nidia. After their win, both of them had limited to moderate success. Maven's first win came in October 2001 when he defeated his former trainer, Taz, and also shocked the world at the 2002 Royal Rumble match by eliminating The Undertaker, <clears throat> having a brief feud with The Undertaker, and also shocking him again by winning the hardcore title with help from The Rock. Maven would compete in his first WrestleMania by defending his hardcore title against Goldust, where superstars took advantage of the 24-7 rule and took the hardcore title. That was Maven that took back his title. Maven would be drafted to the SmackDown brand, and after losing the hardcore title, but would be out of action with an injury. Maven then joined the Raw brand, where he would have a brief feud with Evolution, and at one point almost beat Triple H for the World Heavyweight title when he took over Raw. Maven then turned heel before leaving the WWE in 2005. Nidia was a part of Maven's side for a while until being absent that made her return in June of 2002 as the former love interest of the Hurricane, who would also be in love with Jamie Noble. This would help This would help Noble win the Cruiserweight title at King of the Ring over the Hurricane. Noble and Nidia were an on-screen couple for the past two years until the split in February of 2004, and where Noble defeated Nidia at No Way Out in a blindfold match. Oh, real quick, one last thing I forgot to mention. WWE announced also that the Mae Young Classic will take place our August 8 and 9 from Full Sail, and tickets will be available tomorrow morning. So those of you at the Full Sail there for NXT tonight, however, also know tomorrow morning tickets will go on sale for the big show August 8 and 9 for the Mae Young Second Annual Classic. Uh, thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, let's see. Nitty was wrapped in the raw brand after this, but her career went nowhere, and she would be released in 2004. Christopher Nowinski also became a WWE wrestler as well. He debuted in June of 2002 and assisted William Regal in defeating Bradshaw to retain the European title. He had limited success growing up with Molly Holly and fighting with Tommy Dreamer in a classroom as well. Nowinski would retire from wrestling in 2003 after losing a match to Maven at Madison Square Garden. He would make a brief appearance in December of 05 to try to become the Raw General Manager. <clears throat> Nine years ago today, we put it at 2009. Uh, let's see. TNA presented Slammiversary, where Beer Money Inc. defeated Team 3D to retain the TNA Tag Team titles. And Kurt Angle regained the, team, the TNA title by winning the final King of the Mountain match presented by TNA until its resurrection in 2015. Uh also, nine years ago, 2009, former WWE diva Candice Michelle issued a statement on her release. Eight years ago today, we put it at uh, 2000, say 2010, on Raw, Mr. McMahon announced that Bret Hart would be terminated as the Raw general manager and will have an anonymous GM book matches via computer. His first official act was to book John Cena versus Sheamus for the WWE title with McMahon as a special guest referee. The Nexus came out in the match and once again attacked Cena, and as McMahon was talking, the Nexus took McMahon out as well. Fourteen years ago today, put it at 2004, on Raw from the American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida, The Rock made his return only to be interrupted by Randy Orton. The Rock would get rid of Randy Orton, and after The Rock was ejected from the building, after Eric Bischoff told The Rock not to interfere in the match between Triple H and Eugene. 
Also on that same show, Kane announced that the baby Lita was holding wasn't Matt Hardy's, it was Kane's. <clears throat> this happened as Matt was trying to marry Lita, but then Kane announced that the baby was his. Also, William Riga ruffled his first match back since February of 03. His opponent was, you guessed it, Kane. There was no match as Kane attacked William Regal. Also, Eugene and Triple H wrestled in the main event for the first time. Two years ago today, put it at 2016, WWE announced that Roman Reigns was suspended for his first violation of a drug test. Reigns lost the WWE title just days before the suspension at Money in the Bank. Reigns would return on live TV at Battleground, where he took on Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match for the WWE title. And... And John says he did not see anybody's birthday today. So basically that's all we've got for the history and birthdays here for today. Uh, so, John, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very Thank you thank very you. little. Uh, yeah, yeah. So thank you very Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, Caddyshack. Caddyshack, right? Yeah. Oh, Lord. No, 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 no. There you go. Uh, thank, thank you very much, sir, John, for the history and birthdays. J.D., thank you very much for the... Um, here Before we go on, I want to say anything. I did mention last night how about the uh, what happened last night, how with the rain and everything. I can tell you, however, uh, it didn't rain as bad here, but out by Fonzie's area, though, I can tell you though they had three inches of rain. However, and it was it. it, it if you remember the thing I told you guys about a month ago, how bad it was a month ago. It was almost as bad the same way last night. I mean, it was scary. My friend said. His basement got four inches of rain. It was in his basement. It looked like a freaking canoe. Mm, I mean, it was, it, was, it was pretty wild. If I can, I mean, I think I put some video of it up of our local news channel here, but if not, uh, check out, however, uh, on uh, YouTube. Look under CBS uh, Pittsburgh, however, and you can uh, maybe see some of the video there. Uh, one thing I will say, and this is kind of heartbreaking, however, this one lady, however, uh, what I was going to say, however, apparently, however, she was 64. She was swept away, unfortunately, and uh, died as a result of this. Unfortunately, sad to say. Oh my goodness! What? Oh, well, we have definitely will definitely be singing a a prayer for this lady's family here tonight. Uh, yes. Thank you very much, dear uh, JD. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. NWO Wolfpack episode one fifty five. Of course, this is. Uh, let me see this. Yes, Thursday, June 21st, 2018. First day of summer. Hmm? The first day of summer, I said. Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and the human surface machine, John Gross, here with you tonight. I think it's already started, but it's been hot the last several days. I was looking at a weather map on, an, on a local news channel here. Our mountains, the temperature up of one of the cities in the mountains was 82, while down here was in the, upper, in the, in the low 90s. But it was it was crazy, it's crazy indeed. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, John actually has made a request. He wanted to ask if he can do his review of SmackDown tonight uh, while we uh, might as well. We got a few minutes to kill. Okay, uh, let, let John. I'll go ahead and read your stuff right here. Uh, yes, John, we'll go ahead and do that here tonight. Uh, and, and even though he he asked, he went ahead and already started putting it down anyway. <laughs> So let's go ahead and see what he has up here. But that's okay there, John. His uh, review of, of course, the matches, Money in the Bank matches for SmackDown and his review of SmackDown Live itself on Tuesday night. SmackDown Money in the Bank is where he's going to go to first. The first one was the tag titles match. It was on the pre-show. The club taking on the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag team titles. 
Great opener, two tough teams in the club is looking to win the SmackDown tag titles. If they did, they tie with the New Day to win the Raw SmackDown tag team titles. And they were close on one occasion, but Arthur and Roman, ever since winning those belts at WrestleMania 34, proved to be too dominant, and dominant they were. Daniel Bryan knocks off Big Cass in a huge upset, and Big Cass, well, John would get a chance to say there's only one word to describe Big Cass, and he's going to spell it out for him, and that is F-I-R-E-D. Okay, that's simple enough there. John felt like that Carmella and Asuka's match was going to be not without controversy because he had a sneaky suspicion that someone was going to help Carmella, and he was proven right. The nerd James Ellsworth is back and helps his mistress Carmella, and he uses that term loosely, not sexually. Okay. <laughs> okay. The quote, J.D., oh, goody, I'm so excited to see Ellsworth back. Not. <laughs> J.D., what have you been telling this boy? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, A.J. Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura popping on a good match, and finally there was a winner, and A.J. is still the WWE champion. The forum off that announced table was an awesome way to end the match. But now with Battleground on the horizon, he'll be the next man to take on AJ Styles for the WWE title. And I'll get to that. And John, he'll get to that when he talks about his review of SmackDown. And the men's Money in the Bank match, what a show these eight put on. He was glad that, they, that there wasn't any part-timers in that match. This was to, to John, an all-star match. On the SmackDown side, Miz, Samoa Joe, Rusev, and Kofi Kingston. On the Raw side was Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, KO, and Braun Strowman. Also, don't, don't forget Miz. He's a, a former Money in the Bank winner. But Sunday was just not his time. He had a chance to tie CM Punk's record by winning Money in the Bank twice, but couldn't do it. And thankfully, he's John is glad because he can't. We can't let the Miz win another one again. But it's JD rubbing off on this boy. I gotta tell you. <laughs> but Braun was amazing in this match, throwing KO through it, uh, through a ladder and off a ladder through a table. Hardcore moment right there. But John, the one thing John said he loved was Rusev doing a triple accolade as well. Also, Ballard's coup de grace on Rude, what an awesome sight that was. Jonathan, now you can't tell him that that was, that was a good move by Ballard. But in the end, it's the monster among men that gets to win what a 2018 Braun has had. He won the tag team titles with a kid, and also the greatest Royal Rumble, and also won Mr. Money in the Bank. So uh, John doesn't think we need to call him Mr. Money in the Bank because you call him Mr. Monster in the Bank. I think we've already done that. Uh, so the question remains, if Brock is there soon, Brock better have his eyes open because the monster among men has a Monday Bank briefcase and he could trigger it, at, trigger it at any time. I would agree. That, John says, off with a SmackDown Money in the Bank review. Uh, <clears throat> so, John, uh, John, so SmackDown, uh, I didn't notice, John, you didn't say anything about the women's Money in the Bank match. Um, so if you get an opportunity, I'd like to hear what your thoughts were about, about that. Uh, um, anyway, let's see. Finally, Sandy has arrived to SmackDown in their first match. They defeat the Usos. What a way to make your debut and knock off former SmackDown tag team champions. John says if he was any of the teams on SmackDown, his best bet is not to mess with Sandy because they are one heck of a dangerous team. Thinking the dangerous scene, Ellsworth back on SmackDown TV is utter horse crap. Ooh, okay, ooh. Getting dirty there, my goodness. And Rusev wins the five-man gauntlet match. He'll take on AJ Styles at Battleground for the WWE title. John thinks it's going to be Rusev's first one-on-one WWE title match. John would be shocked if Rusev knocks off AJ at Battleground and captures the belt at Extreme Rules. It would make him at the Extreme Rules, not Battleground. And 
John's that's all the things he's saying for a SmackDown review. Um, and of course he's getting ready. And of course after um, that's all he's got to say about that. And so he, he's he's getting pretty much all prepped up here to talk about, of course, the NXT show there indeed. So so let's so let's go ahead and uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring bring that in here. Uh, let's see here, uh, JD. Uh, this, of course, as you know, uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago was this past Saturday night. Uh, what a big-time event that was, of course, the night before Money in the Bank and all. Even though it was only, like I said, five matches, I mean, I don't think any of these matches disappointed in my personal opinion. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Would you like to go first, or would you like to let John go first? I'll let John go first, and we can weigh in let's... each match separately. Okay, all right. All right, John. Now, okay, we'll go to John now. We'll talk about his thoughts about Takeover in Chicago. John, for every time he sees Takeover in NXT, it's a great experience to see it live on the WWE Network, and it never disappoints him one bit. Gargano versus Ciampa in that Chicago Street Fight, OMG, was one of the greatest matches of the night. Was it not, guys? I mean, he's asking us. I thought I thought it was. I heard it was good. I heard it was very good. Uh, I'm sure JD would agree with that as well. What's that? The match between Gargano and Ciampa, you thought, I'm sure you thought it was oh, good. Oh, it, it was good. I mean, like I said before, I mean, if you thought their match in New Orleans was good, however, mind you, back right the night before WrestleMania, in the, the unsanctioned match, I mean, the street fight was even good, too. And now the question is, we've talked about it before, where do they go from here with the third in the signing match? Is it last man standing? Falls count anywhere? I mean, they've already done the street fight, so, I mean, do they last, do last man standing? Iron Man... Hell in a Cell. I mean, where do they go from here one more time? There you go. That's it. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John was blown away from this match. That's the only review he has got to say. And this match wasn't as good as New Orleans. You're not an NXT wrestling fan. The match in Chicago was the bomb. It was absolutely the greatest match of the night. John believes the rivalry between Ciampa and Gargano has to end. And if he was the NXT booking team, he was thinking about constructing the Hell in a Cell in Brooklyn. History would be made if Gargano and Ciampa did wrestle at NXT inside of the Hell in a Cell. That would not be a bad match. I think that might kind of uh, pique some some folks' interest in NXT. But these two have 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 given NXT fans something to talk about, and they also gave given him something to talk about. Him being, of course, John. The only thing that's that's good in the, in the WWE is and is and pretty much NXT. It's pretty much all he had to say was that one match. He just want to talk about that one match. Uh, and well, I mean, said, the undisputed era match was not too bad. The women's match was halfway decent. I mean, but like I said, the uh, like I said. The... Oh, go ahead, please. That's all I've got to say for his NXT review. And he did actually say something about the women's money in the bank match on Tuesday. I forgot that he did that. Okay. But uh, I think, J.D., I think I, I think it's time we hear it from you there, bud. Uh, uh, so if you're, whenever you're ready to go there, bud, go ahead and let's hear your thoughts about NXT TakeOver Chicago. Yeah. J.D. Yeah. 
Let's hear your thoughts about TakeOver Chicago, please. Overall, I mean, once again, they seem, I mean, like I said, I did watch a couple of the matches, and I got to say it was good. Like I said, how I talked about what you can add uh, the Corona Chiapa rematch, however, as another one of the matches of the year. Uh, like I said, I did see a couple of the matches. Overall, I didn't get to see the rest of the card just yet. But once again, I mean, when does NXT never deliver a quality bad show? I mean, sometimes some people think they do, do the same thing and recycle the thing over and over again, but no, they do just fine. But like I said, I thought, like I said, the Gargano-Chiapa match was the match of the night. Definitely one of the matches of the night, I should say. The match of the night, I should say. And like I said, overall on a scale of 1 to 9, I gave it about 7, almost a 7 a quarter, 7 a half. I mean, it's a fairly decent above average to an average good middle road show. I mean, that's I'd say about a B, B minus type show. Right. I got you. Okay. So that's uh, pretty much all in all. Uh, your overall opinion then about the NXT show itself. JD. Yeah. Your overall thoughts about the NXT show itself? Oh, well, like I said, I mean, it was a good show. However, like I said, I mean, they never deliver a bad show. I mean, they always uh, seem to come out with one or two good matches usually. I mean, like I said, the women's match was okay and all right for what it was. The question is, where do they go here with Shayna? Uh, we know about the tag title situation now, however. But like I said, overall, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, Amaro, of course, was not there because Vic Joseph was calling in place because I guess... Morrow was over in the U.K. doing the U.K. Championship Tournament there. That'll air, of course, next week, I believe, Monday and Tuesday on a tape delay from, on the network, which I will have a chance to catch up on eventually and try to watch at some point. However, But overall, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. I mean, the only thing that they didn't do, however, is they didn't have a big crowd. I mean, they had, what, 11 and 11,500, something like that, they said. I mean, they could have had a little more bigger crowd, but overall, I mean, Gargano Chiappa, again, delivered a pretty good match, and like I said before, I mean, do they do a third match here in the series? And do they keep this view going just a little longer? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. There you go. Well, what more can what more can we say about that here, folks? I mean, this, like I said, this NXT show, I don't think really disappoint. I mean, I don't think NXT has really disappointed anyone at all ever since it, ever since it came about. And uh, you, because of it, you have some of, your, some of the best talent ever, of course, to, to make their way now on the main roster. Of course, from the men's and women's sides of things, you know, and I hope they continue to, you know, that they continue to churn out, like I said, some some more future talent because, like I said, WWE, of course, WWE's future is going to rest on what happens, I'm sure, in NXT here. So there's no there's no doubt about it. Uh, so anyway, here, folks, let's just uh, let's just let's take care of this here one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode one fifty five of NWO Wolfpack. Here, this is Thursday, June twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Uh, live video here tonight from Top Heel. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jared Girolamo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. Hopefully, here, hopefully, here, folks, will be will have uh, momentarily. We'll have, of course. Uh, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach pop on. Uh, of course, as you know, John and Anne are scheduled to, to finish off their uh, contender versus contender match that we've had here. Uh, we've had here for a little bit. Uh, so, uh, but right now, I, I notice here that she has not that she has not appeared. 
here as of yet. I do actually see someone who has popped on the live video feed from Top Heel. It is, of course, a good friend of ours. Uh, the style of Stephen Kyle has, has popped on here. Uh, so, Stephen, welcome, of course, to 155 of Wolfpack here, sir. Good to have you on here with us. you got myself, the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and also the Human Suppost Machine, John Gross, on here with tonight. <clears throat> but, uh, Steve, let's, let's, let's get your take here, if we can. Um, I'm sure you probably kept up with the NXT TakeOver show this past Saturday in Chicago. Was there any particular thoughts about that, any particular uh, opinions you had about that show from Saturday night? I was talking to Stephen Kyle's on our live video feed. I was going to ask his opinion about NXT TakeOver. Steve said he didn't get a chance to look at it. Uh, so, uh, Steve, let me ask, let me ask you, ask you if you get if you did get a chance to check out Money in the Bank on Sunday, did you have any thoughts about it? I'm still here. Okay. Um, I was just waiting. I was. I know. I was waiting to hear from Steve here about his thoughts on money in the bank. Uh, he said it was over. He thought overall it was a pretty good pay per view. Uh, so folks are for here for us uh, going a little bit slow here, but uh, uh, but uh, we uh, we kind of pretty much uh, start talking about, of course. Uh, oh, so here we go. Steve's got some more stuff. Here it is. Okay, Shinsuke versus AJ was an excellent match. Wish they could have finished it. He'd rather see Miz win money in the bank. You can actually plug Strumman in at any time. Oh, Lord, how mercy, J.D. Oh, man. 
and also John uh, Stephen was a fan of putting a strap on Alexa. It wasn't going to be Ember. That's that's who he wanted it to be. Steve also says he, the win and also the cashing, Alexis got the experience and has proven herself to be a very valuable heel. And says, and Steve also says here, sorry guys, he just he just likes the Miz. He definitely say the two have earned the spot personally. I'm back. Okay.
Oh boy, okay, okay. I do see that I do see that the Empress Emery Rickenbach has has now made it on. Uh as of his as a she is uh she's of course a two thousand sixteen Hall of Famer and also of course a multiple title holder in our trivia championship series. So that means I think we get we get to finish up our little match here. And if you want to finish it up, my dear, we'll go ahead and do it. And if you want to go ahead and finish your match. Yeah, uh, I thought she was on, but I guess she may have. Well, I thought Ann was with us here, but apparently she must have probably jumped on, and she probably had to leave. Um, oh, jeez, they even closed down the road. Are you kidding me? Hmm. No, I was just reading the story. For the second night in a row, it's been a story all week, too, however, besides the weather. This 17-year-old, how I guess, was shot by a cop who had just been sworn in, how they converged on one of the roads in Pittsburgh tonight, however, it was protest, however. Hmm. He was unarmed, however. The sad part is, however, I mean, 
he was an, but it's just it's 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 just a lie that not did not need to be taken away. Let's just say that it says here here it is. It says I think it said how they took over the. It says here how this was tonight how traffic has stopped. Protesters. It says here this was the story uh, here. A large group of people protesting the death of Antoine Rose in East Pittsburgh on Tuesday night, however, has taken over the Parkway East. Traffic has stopped in both directions on I-376, however. Protesters for a second night demonstrated in front of the East Pittsburgh Police Station Thursday for the crowd started to march through the streets. A Facebook event called for people to continue to fight the fight for justice. The unarmed, who was 17-year-old, who was shot in the back and killed by a part-time police officer, however, mind you. And, of course, the crowd had grown starting to march from East Pittsburgh on 6th Green, where they marched for nearly three hours. They blocked local roads, but began when organizers know that police had closed off nearby streets to traffic. The protesters began to block the east and westbound lanes and they entered the parkway on the eastbound side. And earlier the protesters chanted, when do we want justice and when do we want it now? It's, it's, I mean, I mean, the kid's 17 years old. I mean, this kid was probably going to be a senior this coming fall in high school unless he was a senior this past year. I mean, it breaks your heart. I mean, this kid didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I'm sorry. This kid did not, it seemed like, did anything wrong at all. And for, the, for this policeman to do a despicable act, to use the term loosely, and I'm saying that loosely, it's just, I mean, it says he was an academic achiever, charismatic, and like I said, it's just, it breaks your heart, Helen. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, we've heard a lot of that. All, we, we've heard, it's, all, it's always been making the news here. And it's, and like I said, he was featured in alongside his classmates in the class of 2018. It says how her nephew was working two jobs at two local pizza shops and had his sights set on college, however, basically, mind you. Mm-hmm. And now, unfortunately, however, like I said, however, it just sucks. However, a lot of people thought it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And now, like I said, however, with this kid, however, I mean, it just. This guy was a part-time cop. It just it makes it makes you sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, shocking. Very shocking indeed. Let's see what else they say here. Um, just reading some more of the story here right now. But like I said, they uh, like I said how it goes on to say how it says yeah earlier the protesters chant what do we want justice when do we want it now. At one point, the crowd gathered around Ardmore Boulevard and Kenmore Avenue, Forest Hills, forming a circle in the intersection. Thursday's protest came two days after Rose fell 30, shot Rose, as he ran from a vehicle stopped by police about 8.20 Tuesday. Viral incident shows Rose being shot within seconds of running from the car, however, mind you. And like I said, they, I mean, like I said, they closed off the intersection Tuesday night, last night, and again tonight. Like I said, it's just... Like I said, it was crazy. I mean, the whole intersection was shut off. And like I said, tonight, they, let's see. Uh, protesters outside, however, went to block streets and lasted through the rain. Thursday afternoon and Thursday morning, hundreds of people gathered in front of the Allegheny County Courthouse doing justice for Rose. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just, like I said, in the scene with Rose, like I said, with this Rose guy, Rose kid, however, it says, however, this woman, Kathy Welsh, her son was shot and killed back in November. 
She says, however, he was just basically my nephew. He was unarmed, however, and he was shot three times. His aunt said she received a call in the middle of the night, however, saying your nephew died. I said, no, he didn't, hung up. She said then she called her sister, Rose's mother, and learned that it was. She said that her nephew was intelligent. He took advanced placement to get to class at Woodland Hills High School. And like I said, however, it's just, like I said, it was, it was, it was unreal. It's too surreal. And like I said, it's been a very, very ugly heated scene the last couple of days. My goodness. Crazy. Yep. And Steve had a couple more things to say about that, J.D. He said the sad part is, is that it's not so much shocking anymore. That is the tragedy. All the hate in the world is despicable. And Steve, I can, I mean, I mean, I can agree with you on that. I mean, I can totally agree with you on that because, I mean, not only here you feel that way. I mean, yes, I agree. However, but you're right. I mean, look what's happened. Basically, I mean, we've talked about let's just say Mr. Evil himself, and I'm not going to, you know, who I'm talking about. But let's just say, however, I mean, however, what has happened with all these people and their children being replaced and missing their parents? However, right now, what's been happening there? It breaks your heart in a way. It really does. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree 110%. So, I mean, when is enough is enough? I mean, that's the problem. When is enough that we have to suffer? That the young people generation have to suffer? I mean, like I said, I'm sure you have, uh, like I said, uh, brothers and sisters, and like I said, I mean, I have nieces, like I said, besides my sister's younger than me, but that's beside the point. I have two nieces. One of them's nine years old, the other one's six. They'll both be ten and seven this year. And the sad part is the one's going in the first grade, the other one's going in the fourth grade. They've seen what has happened over the last few bit of time with what's happened in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, the young gen, I mean, I, I, I think I said it best yesterday, my weekly uh, thing that I go to every week, however. I mean, and everyone says it every week, however, mind you, however. When is enough for the young generation? Why does the young people that are not even even high school yet, not even out of high school, when starting high school or getting out of high school, ready to start college at 17, 18, 19 years old, or even when they're 12, 13, or 14, however, or 11, 12, 13, however, they're growing up in a world that right now is scary. They saw when they were in like, elementary school or even in junior high, or they've been out of school for a while now, and they continue to see the hate and the the uh, anger that's around the world. And it's just enough is enough. It's time for a change. I mean, I'm not trying to cut a promo here by saying that, but I mean, like I said, I think Owen Hart said, best time, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. I mean, I think it's we've been past that. I think it's time for more than a change. Something has to be done. <coughs> and Steve also actually says 100% on here as well. Uh, without a doubt, they're in need. And I believe I believe Ann has confirmed, is back on here. Ann, are you back with us now?
And Steve actually said, hashtag facts. F-A-C-T-S. I agree with that. Okay, Anne says she's on. Anne says she's on right now. Uh, so let me let me let me ask Anne and John. Uh, Anne, John, y'all like to go ahead and finish your match tonight? Don't wax off. And did you want to finish off the match that you were having that you had with John already? I'll be back in a second. Okay, JD. And also, while we're waiting here, folks, I'll go ahead and mention to you tomorrow night on Revolution, one of our latest, of course, wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, we'll have a lot of other fun stuff to talk about here. <clears throat> As, of course, that's been a very wild week here in the radio network. Uh, and, and of course, we'll... Uh, 
As we, of course, uh, like I said, what has been a very wild week here in the radio network, and as we always have each and every week. So tomorrow night, like I said, one three eight zero five five pound. Our live video feed will be from NWOUS Forever for Life. Uh, like I said, wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, and plus some other fun fun stuff to talk about here as well. So we'll be here for tomorrow night, and then of course Saturday afternoon at five. Don't forget WWUS Power Hour. We'll be running down all of our shows here this week in the radio network. Of course, with, all, with of course, um, talks about Money in the Bank and NXT show and Raw and SmackDown and other big-time moments that are taking place. That'd be one four one three six four pound this Saturday afternoon at five PM for WWS Power Hour. And I do believe uh, and it looks like uh, John says he's ready ready to go for this and Ann I believe is also ready to go here as well. So I guess we are going to be able to go ahead and finish off this match. So I will go ahead and get things, uh, go ahead and get them all squared away here. And don't forget, and, fo- and y'all, don't forget, I have to use a brand new board because the last one to use, um, unfortunately, was not able to find, uh, was not able to. Okay, let's see here. And of course, as you, as you know, here, folks, um, from 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 last we had this episode here, this this match right here, John was leading Ann eighteen hundred to seventeen hundred points. So, and like I said, both Ann and John are are contenders for the GFWS World <clears throat> World Heavyweight Title. As you know, JD did did get by and to pick up that title, and both both folks are now going to be looking to try to get that belt back. Um, first off, John's going to have the first opportunity at it. Then, then Ann will come in right behind and meet the and meet the winner of that ma- of that match there. So, okay. Hmm. Let's see here. Let's see here. 
John and Ann, I hope you don't mind, but I could not find really a good wrestling one. Uh, um, uh, uh, Ann said she said, wait for a moment, she'll be right back. But uh, Steve didn't want to add one little thing. Uh, um, he did also express his condolences, of course, as per the story that J.D. broke yesterday about the end. The, the sudden uh, death of Bader. He also said he wanted to add that he said uh, WWE really dropped the ball with Bader. He should have been in the Hall of Fame last year, especially knowing that he was sick. So, uh, and he says so, so he could have seen his accomplishments honored. Oh, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. We got we got a breaking story, guys. What's up? Uh, oh my god. Not, not oh. <laughs> JD, John, and Steven, y'all are gonna be in shock when y'all hear this. This is coming from WWE um uh, WWE app or WWE dot com or whatever you wanna talk about it. Right. The Undisputed Era has regained the NXT Tag Team Championship from Mustache Mountain during tonight's NXT tapings at Full Sail University. Boy, it didn't take them long, not even 24 hours, though, huh? Yeah, the championship battle was a rematch of Mustache Mountain's title victory over Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, which will air Tuesday as part of the NXT UK Championship Special on WWE Network. Be sure to see how the Undisputed Era, how the Undisputed Era reclaimed the NXT Tag Team titles on an upcoming episode of NXT. Streaming Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock on WWE Network. So, ladies and gentlemen, 24 hours after losing the NXT tag titles, the Undisputed Era has regained them back at an, on an, tonight's TV, NXT tapings at Full Sail University. What do you think, JD? Crazy. I mean, 
they not they held the belt for what, not even 24 hours. How I guess uh, it didn't take uh, Cole and them a long time to reduce their rematch clause. However, but I guess now, however, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it was not even a day, so uh, I guess uh, they. I mean, we'll see how it goes down. But uh, now the question is. Who will challenge them next, Tower, for those belt tower again? I mean, can they still stay the champs the way they are right now, the way they were before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I really do think so. Uh, it's kind of surprising, kind of shocking that, but there you have it there, folks. The NXT era has regained the NXT Tag Team Championships, and we will see that on a, on a future episode of NXT on the WWE Network. I'm definitely going to check that out on the network. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, Anne, have you returned? My mother cried. She is not that she must have stepped away just a few moments. I, however, I did also hear that we may have a visitor tomorrow night on Revolution. I just spoke with someone via via met, Facebook Messenger. Uh, uh, and so far, I have. But uh, let's see here. Um, Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, 
Watching the Cosby Show, they did the James Brown thing, that's why I'm jamming. Went to Utah at 21. Hmm. Fell down the board quite a bit. Wagner okay. goes to the Lakers from Michigan. And uh, so far, I'm looking right now, we have not seen, surprisingly, Leangelo Ball has not been drafted at all yet. And they're going to drop the ball. They might. I mean, I mean, they just they just might. I mean, they're on the last pick right now, number thirty. However, for the first round, I believe two only two rounds. But if he doesn't get drafted, you know, his father's gonna have a shit bitch fit about it tomorrow. I mean, he said, "Oh, my son's the angel's going to be a NBA player. He's going to be the next great big name." All right, yeah. So far, I don't see he hasn't been drafted once yet. And monkeys fly at my honey. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Uh, so, um, Ann, are you re- Ann, are you ready to go here? Wildfire Tommy Rich, holy smoke. Doing something with him now? And an interview? I love it. Today, he told the brand new Lakers, shoot, or dispute, or box finish. He's got to be in at least his late 60s, I would think, now. Let's take a look. Tommy Rich. Wildfire Tommy Rich is, yeah, 61. 6'235. Trained by Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett's dad, Jerry. Known as Mr. R. Real name Tom, Tommy Richardson. Of course, real name Thomas Richardson. Uh, let's see, Russell in Memphis, 
Russell Tweeters in WCW, WCW with the York Foundation. Of course, in early 92. Uh, Russell Tweeters in ECW, however. Has nine grandchildren. Of course, has three daughters. And managers like uh, Jimmy Hart, Eddie Gilbert, Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, Terry Reynolds, known as the Big Dawn, Luscious, Hellfire. Uh, let's see some accolades about him. Uh, twice held the world six-man tag team championships, once with J.Y.D. and Ricky Morton, and then once with Richard Morton and uh, Terry Taylor. Oh, wow. That's some history about uh, Tommy Rich, Wildfire. Okay. Some other accolades about Rich here. Uh, USWA Heavyweight Champion four times. Uh... PWI Most Improved Wrestler of the Year 79, Most Popular of the Year 81, Rookie of the Year 78, SMW Heavyweight Champion once, NWA Georgia Heavyweight Champion three times, seven times a tag team champion, twice with Stan Hansen, once with Tony Atlas and Rick Martell, once with Wahoo McDaniel and the Crusher, uh, AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion twice, tag team champion four times, twice with Bill Dundee, once with Eddie Gilbert and Dutch Mantel, Zeb Coulter, uh, PWF Premier Wrestling Universal Heavyweight Champion once, Southeast Connell Heavyweight Champion once, Tag Team Champion in the Northern Division three times, once with Dundee, once with Steve Armstrong, and once with Johnny Rich. Due to the year with Austin Idol versus Jerry Lawler in 87, Tennessee All-Star Wrestling Heavyweight Champion once, and of course, let's see some other accolades of him. Cleveland All-Pro Wrestling North American Tag Team Champion once with Casey Blood, never heard of that name. Once AWA American Wrestling Federation champion, tag team champion with Greg Hammer Valentine. I didn't know that one, huh? And like I said, he will be 62 next month, late next month. A little history there. There is a new movie coming out all about us, of course, ladies and gentlemen. The WWS story as famous wrestlers will be playing the WWS crew. <laughs> and uh, we, we don't have a complete list. Wait, what's I today? What what's the date today? June twenty first. Oh wow! Tomorrow's gonna be a little spooky, and Sunday's gonna be spooky because we know what happened eleven years ago. Oh 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 oh! I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, John's probably gonna mention it maybe tomorrow and next Monday. Uh, let's see. And in the role as King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall will be playing George. Yes, he will. <laughs> uh, uh, as the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> yes. uh, and as the human suplex machine, John Gross, with no disrespect to John, Eugene, a plink. Uh, let's see. Uh, mm, uh, let me see here. Give me just, give me just a second here. And we'll uh, play. What will Ann play? And then Ann, and, and no, 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 no. This will be someone will be playing her. All right, who will play Ann then? Uh, uh, oh God, don't. Oh, 
Jason we'll come back. Jimmy. We'll come back. Don't we'll get me in trouble. We'll come back. We'll come back. No, we're not. I'm not. We'll call back to her. We'll talk to myself. Um, well, play, playing, the, playing the part of me will be uh, someone highly intelligent. Uh, so <laughs> uh, will be um, so, someone who knows this stuff and all. Uh, that someone will be... Dusty Rhodes. Someone that's alive, man. Not, not, not. Sorry. Is that what's okay, that's okay. Um, no, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Um... Let's see. Uh, uh, Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Um, you were asking. You were asking about Anne. Oh God. Uh. Um. Oh gosh. Uh. I am probably going to get in. I am probably going to get Yeah, Tyler Bates threw in the towel when Trent Seven was struggling How in that match will air uh, July 11th, believe it or not. That's when they're going to air the uh, match, however. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. And you, 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 oh, my God, no, don't you dare. <laughs> no, and this is, this is these people playing us. I'm not saying us playing them. Okay, that's what this is. Oh, great. It's very funny, Steve. Very, very, very. Steve is saying say I should be played by Paul Heyman. Oh, you got me freaking kidding me. <laughs> 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 no, no, man, I have hair. Okay, <laughs> okay, good. And I like, I like my hair. Thank you very much. JD likes his hair. John likes his. Uh, so he's he says he's playing Paul Heyman, right? You know, they said I should be playing him. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, remember, yeah. So, uh, okay, okay, I'm going to put it in, I'm gonna put this in this respect, in this respect, I think Ann was saying this, that I should be played by Triple H. Oh, God. Uh, and Ann should be played by Stephanie McMahon. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Who's your um, role, then? Who's what? Who's your role? No, he, she, she, she said I should be played by Triple H. No, I'm saying, who gets your role? I mean, who's playing your role title? I just said Triple H. Oh, Triple H. Okay. All right. Yeah. And who, uh, I can figure out mine then. And 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 of course we're saving it. We're saying we are we are saving this uh, this here big time. We're saving, we're saving this big time here for last. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ice, the Iceman, JD, Jared Geraldo will be will be will be played by, uh, will be will be played by will be played by current WWE superstar The Miz. <laughs> no, dear God, help me! No. Got you, JD. I got you, JD. I know you did. Nice job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you good. I don't know. Oh, I got one better. Hold on. I okay. got one better. Right. I, I got hold on. Hold on. I got one better. I don't think go ahead. I got one better. Yeah, Iceman JD Jared Girano will be played will be played by AJ Styles. Hey, the phenomenal one. Nothing wrong with that, baby. Hey, don't but, hey, man. But, 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 but hey, but you're one of the phenomenal ones here. So there you go. Well, why don't you watch this one tonight? I might watch this one. Tonight. Reason, well, hold on. The answer the reason why I 
that I should be played by Triple H and she should be played by Stephanie is because because we know our stuff. Ooh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I might have to watch that tonight. I'm going to ask... Well, let me put it to a vote with you guys, and I'm going to ask you guys this question. Should I watch... Now, I need your vote on this. Um, should I watch Beach Blast 92 tonight, Halloween Havoc 97, or uh, Halloween Havoc 92 on the network? What do you guys think I should watch next in the pay hmm. category? Hmm, interesting. Beach Blast 92, Halloween Havoc... Rude. Halloween Havoc 97, or Halloween Havoc 92. Halloween Habit 92 or Halloween Habit 97. Uh, well, all three great. Actually, we talked about the Beach Blast last night. I want you to do the Beach Blast. Yeah, I might do that one, actually. I might yeah. do that one. I might do and that one. The thing that says that Paul Hammond used to wear a hat, though, with the big sail. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't wear hats. I used to wear hats all the time. I don't wear them that much anymore. So they say that might help you. That, that, that actually contributes to losing your hair. I've heard something crazy about that. I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, that's the WWS story here, folks, and all that. I'll find all these great wrestlers playing all roles. Uh, coming soon to a Walmart review. <laughs> God. Okay. Oh, here's what you're gonna like. Here, I'll give you this one. No, I did it wrong. I'll try it again. Kirk to Scotty. Kirk to Scotty. I need more speed, bunghole. There you go. <laughs> well. Okay, 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 folks. Uh, Oh, well, we got someone else popping in here on the uh, live video feed here tonight from Top Heel. Uh, 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 Ray Franklin II. How does that name ring a bell? Dropping Ray. Would that be him? Did we have them on one of our shows a while back? I'm... Uh, We'll have to ask. Let's, we'll ask him. Let's ask him. Uh, Ray, welcome. Of course, once, welcome to NWO Wolfpack episode 155. Uh, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw along with the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, and the Human Suppressed Machine, John Gross. On the live video chat here, we have uh, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach and the style Stephen Kyle here with us as well. Uh, Ray, were you. Uh, uh, I don't know if I should say are or were, because I don't even know if that is still going on or not. Um, a part of a podcast called Robin Ray. Oh, wait a minute. He said, oh, he must have been, but he, because he says Robin Ray is no more. Oh, oh. okay. We, I think we had him on sometime last year, didn't we? We may have. Not a year, year, year or two ago, I thought. I mean. We might have. I know, I know we did before, but I don't remember when. Um uh, <laughs> But uh, but um, but Ray, welcome. Um, care care to leave? Uh, coming in at the late hour here, but did you care to leave any thoughts about uh, um, 
Money in the Bank 2018 or the NXT TakeOver Chicago show? Let's see what he has to say about this. And I do apologize. We thought we were going to get a chance to finish our contender versus contender match, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll work on that. We will Hopefully we'll get that tomorrow on uh, Revolution tomorrow night. So, And also, folks, I'll be waiting to see if uh, Ray Franklin the second, second says anything about uh, Money in the Bank or NXT TakeOver Chicago. Folks, we need to say a little. We need to say a little bit of prayer for one of our own here on the radio network. That being the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. I think JD, you might be able to give us a little, just a, a uh, little yes, bit. Yes, I can more. tell you right now. Hold on. I just yes, I can tell you right now. I talked to him. Early. Hold on. Sorry about that, folks. I can tell you right now he is not in very good health right now. But as you all know. But uh, hopefully he will be feeling better very soon and be back with us, hopefully, very soon. Thank you, thank you very much there, J.D. And we would continue to say a prayer, of course, to, uh, for, for, for this gentleman. Of course, as you know, he is you know, currently a holder of several of our belts in our Trivia Championship Series, including the ROH U.S. Uh, World Heavyweight title, the ROH U.S. Pure Championship Uh the WWS United States Championship. He is, I think, he's a two-time U.S. champion and the current title holder, and also, 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 uh, very first NXT U.S. North American champion. I think he still holds that belt as well. So, um, and we're of course scheduled to have a a match for that title between Fonzie and Ann sometime soon. Uh, but uh, of course, we'll have to put all all of Fonzie's title matches, of course, on hold until. We get a little bit more, and JD will, of course, be keeping us up to date because Fonzie is from the same area as JD, of course, up there in Pittsburgh. So we'll definitely be having, we'll definitely uh, keep our eyes open here, and hopefully, uh, and hopefully, like I said, uh, we'll be able to talk with Fonzie here soon. Hopefully, he does get feeling better, and you know, these little health scares will come and get you very quickly, folks. And always keep in mind that just because that you feel that you may feel like there's nothing wrong with you and all. Don't ever be don't ever be surprised if something doesn't ever pops up because something could in a matter of seconds and it, it could come and bite you but big time. Uh Ray actually said here that Money in the Bank was a good show. He said there was no he had no complaints there. And Steve actually agreed with him saying that agrees that it could have been much worse. Uh so but uh but on that note here, folks, uh, J.D., anything else you wish to add before we close out the evening? Uh, no. Uh, like I said, we just want to wish Fonzie nothing but the best, and hopefully he'll be back, like I said, uh, as soon as possible. We'll keep you updated on what's going on. How, uh... Absolutely, of course. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to have our con- finish off our contender versus contender match tomorrow night between, uh, between John and Ann. John, because he has that here as well. Uh of course, uh, of course, Stephen Stephen did actually say. Of course, the one thing he felt that uh, when he says that money in the bank pay per view pay per view could have been much worse, he said, "Obviously, obviously, disagree with the fact that they brought the Ellsworth back either." So I mean, he was kind of like us on that. So there you go. But other than that, uh, folks, I do want to thank, of course, the Iceman Jerry DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Also, the style Stephen Kyle and also Ray Franklin II. We do welcome, we do 
I thank you for coming on here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, folks, we didn't get a chance to bring you our little surprise that we had here tonight. Uh, I guess other due to uh, due to, of course, other conflicts. I guess something something uh, happened and on and basically they could, they could not make it on here tonight. Anne says she has nothing else here to add. So, folks, we're going to close it out here tonight for episode 155 of Wolfpack. Join us tomorrow night the next episode of Revolution, where we, of course, will have the rest of news reviews and history and birthdays. And then, of course, like I said, we'll hope to have that contender versus contender match between John and Ann finished off. And uh, so that way, of course, John and Ann will be able to challenge for that GFWS world title here really soon. I know JD's been itching and itching to do a little defending here, so, I mean, we hope to get that here going on. Also, folks, in the works, we have a title versus title match here because of the uh, because of the situation that happened with the Chicago Street Fight from NXT TakeOver Chicago uh, and the bet that was made between Ann and JD in this. They have agreed to put two one, uh, uh, two of their championship, two championships on the line here in the same match. JD has agreed to put up the NWO US World Heavyweight title, and Ann has agreed to put up the XWF US World Heavyweight title as well. So we hope to have that here coming up here really soon. But we have other matches set up that we need to also take care of, so hopefully we'll get a chance to do that here really, really soon. Episode 155 of NWO Wolfpack is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. Talk to you tomorrow night on Revolution. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on Talkshoe.com. God bless everyone, and have a very terrific evening. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.